Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library, and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching! <laughs> You can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI... Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. (laughs) And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome to Do, Do Go, Go On, on for another week. week. I was going to say week. Yeah, I was going to say week. All right. All right. We've lost well, it. We've lost it. We were weak. How many episodes have we started like this? Let's be honest. <laughs> a few. And you know what? They're my favorite ones. Yeah, really you enjoy listening back to both of us speaking at all at the same time. I think it's very funny because it clearly I, irritates you and Matt and I enjoy that. I was just going to, I was just beefing out some of the key words, you know, like a hype oh. man. Okay. Sort of well, oh, you Let's know what that. you were? You were, um, you were in uh, the song 500 Miles just to be the Matt. No, I'm wrong. Man, never mind. <laughs> What song was I, I, I was thinking more like Beastie Boys. Don't you tell me to... Stop. But I would have also said stop. Right. All right. Well, let's, let's try that. My name is Dave, Dave. Oh, Warnicky, no, and I'm here with Matt Stewart, Stewart no. and Jess Perkins. That's why we'll never be the Beastie Boys. <laughs> we'll never be. I was right with that song because one of them sings it a bit like just to be the man who walked and then the other one comes in and they sing together a little bit. That's what I meant. da 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 Pretty sure I just did the old, I... the old El Paso um, Mexican food. Oh. oh, okay. Can't we anyway. have both? Yeah, volcanoes los dos. Anyway, hello boys. Guys, hello boys. You? Hello boys. How are we going? The boys are good. Well, this boy's good, man. 
the boy? Uh, Big this boy. boy is uh, in love. That's a that's a song. It is a song. I can't the pa- uh, not the panics the presets. So, not yes. relevant and apologetic. Uh, well, you're not in love. Well, I'm always in love with uh, Tism, uh, the St Kilda Football Club, and the Meredith Music Festival, as you do well the know. The big three. The big three. This is like a, already a musical-themed episode. <laughs> if you've looked at the title and you thought it couldn't get, be that musical, well, it is. You're wrong. You're wrong. Well, it could be musical. I don't know what we're going to talk about this you don't week. Know. You don't know. You don't know shit, Warnicky. Thank you. I'm sorry. I just got really aggressive. It's very hot still. Oh, my God. It's been like... It's just like... 45 plus for weeks. No, it hasn't, but it, it has. has. It's dipped like a few times, like in right in the gap between pods. It's crazy, isn't it? It's yeah. Cra- but there I'm was honest. there was a couple of weeks where Monday was super hot, and then there'd be a cool change, and the rest of the week would be like mid twenties. Did you notice that at all? It's like the Monday would be like high thirties and really humid and awful, and then there'd be a storm, and there'd be a cool change overnight, and then the rest of the week would be okay. It happened for like two or three weeks in a well, row. I once got my hair cut by talking about my haircuts again. Sure. Um, by a, a lady, and she was. Trying to tell me how um you know how it's always hot on Mondays and then and I was thinking that's was it, was not Jess how weather works. Cutting your hair? Yeah, that's when I was cutting and his then, hair. And I thought that was one of the silliest conversations of my life. <laughs> okay, Jess well, is that you know no. that is that is pretty nutty. You know how it's always hot on Mondays. It's always. But that's always, not what I said. Always. I just said in no, the no, last no, no, few weeks. No, no. But it just reminded Mondays me of that have moment. been hot. But you can't tell the person that's halfway through cutting your hair that what they're saying is quite silly. No. You just you just have. You to, can't be like no, you moron. It's like when uh, the taxi driver starts being racist. You just have to try and, um, you know, smile and nod. Try. Well, oh. just try and give them so little that they pick up on the fact that you don't share these views. Yeah. But you can't be like, look, mate, shut up. You know, and then, as especially soon as, when I'm on my own, I just get intimidated, so I just sort of go. Mm-hmm, but as soon mm-hmm. as they drop you off and you've got, like you're already half out the door, you're just like your ideas are fucked, and, and what you're saying is incorrect, and you should have a good hard look at yourself. Thank you, bye. Thank you. Oh, left my phone in the back seat. Come back. Ah, oh, he's gone. Thank God. Yeah, look, what I try and do is have a, a an open dialogue with the driver. And, <laughs> yeah, but um, you would because you're you would. you're no, old. You're, yes, you're of that age. More self confident. <laughs> yeah, we're young and naive. That's I right. mean, I'm about to die. I got nothing to lose. Exactly. Yeah, what's he going to do? Hit an old man? Yeah, I don't think so. Come on, mate. Uh, uh, I can't go to jail, mate. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I can't go to jail. I won't. Not again. I won't. You know what? You know something that. Uh, Racist uh, cab drivers are not into. What's that? Assaulting old white men. It's the last thing they They're want not to into do. It. They're all about the old white men and what they believe in. Yeah, true. So, but what about a young white man such as myself? I don't know. Not about them. Is that a grey area? You're a grey area, yeah. Thank you. Ma- much like Matt's grey area. His pubic <laughs> His entire body. <laughs> oh, hang on. His entire pubic region, which is as grey as. Gandalf? I'm a silver fox. In the pubic region. Just in the pubes, which is weird. I call also, my dick the silver Matt, fox. <laughs> also weird that we know that. I know, it's crazy. Well, We're very close on this it's podcast. It's very hot. It's very hot. And we are very free and naked. <laughs> We're very naked. Matt, do you dye your beard? Uh, my, my dick beard, yeah. <laughs> you dye it grey. You, you guys started it. You dye your dick beard grey. Yeah, haven't you seen that new product? It's like a silver, it's silver spray paint. Is that new? <laughs> It's actually been out for a while. Man, I think that's quite toxic. Yeah, it's rel- be... relatively new to me. You should not be spraying uh, My dick your... looks like the Tin Man. <laughs> <laughs> if I only had a hard, he often sings. If I only had a hard. Hard, yeah. If I only could get hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that feel-good movie. 
Oh, that was a weird way to start. I don't totally want to talk You about guys that. took it there. Yeah, I did. I so, did, and I regret it. I'm sorry. Lesson so you learned. Should. Lesson learned. Thank you for teaching me that important lesson. I regret nothing, except not telling the taxi driver that he was wrong. Yeah, sure. And for not telling that woman she was an idiot for thinking all Mondays are hot. No, I just felt a bit sorry for her, to be honest, that she was thinking <laughs> You know how Mondays are really hot? No. That's you know not how, a thing. You know, Thursday's how always have... cool. You know, like, no, what? This is how the conversation would have gone if you said, not, that's not really... That's not really how it works. I should have. No, but you know what I mean. That's what would have yeah, happened next year. Yeah, you know, next... instead I said, mm-hmm, and then I went home and I tweeted about it like she was an idiot <laughs> and I got a couple, like two favourites and I felt great. Two favourites, that's like pretty good. I was good. really changing the world. Cop that hairdress. Cop it. She probably doesn't her. have Twitter because she probably has a life outside of it. Right. No, she doesn't have the weather app because she doesn't need it because it's always hot on Mondays and it's always cold on Thursdays. That and what about, the, what about the days in between? How do you know? Do I need a jacket? I'm not sure. Do I wear something with sleeves? Yes. Do I need to shave my armpits? What I like to do is wear clothes that are all zippable, so you can zip down as much as you want. So you've got zip every inch of your sleeve and pants. cargo clothes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But for every inch. But they're they're all button off, like basketballs wear. You just rip them. So I just rip off layers as I need to. Mm -hmm. That's great. It's very efficient. It is, in a lot of ways. Yeah. But uh, it takes me hours to get dressed in the morning. (laughs) You've got to pin them all back together. And there was a malfunction one day at the podcast, and that's how we know about your great Silver dick fox. Yeah. Tin man dick. <laughs> oh, anyway. What a beautiful image. And on that note, Jess, shall we ask you what topic you will be reporting on today or what question you'll use to get us into it? Well, uh, I'd like to mention firstly uh, that this is a golden hat suggestion. I won't say who from. Ooh, golden pube. Golden pube suggestion. Beautiful. Okay, so for um, some of our Patreon listeners who donate over a certain amount, uh, they get to put their suggestions get put into a special hat. <laughs> I like how it sort of seems like we're being vague about it, but Jess Probably and I just I don't, don't know. fully know. Dave is much more on top of also, those. No, actually, I know it's over twenty-five. Uh, but this is the Scheinberg Club. It's the Scheinberg Club. Isn't yeah, it? there's only ten people in the club, but and they I can don't... suggest topics that we have to do a report but, on. But Matthew. Because I, for a number of factors, I don't like to mention dollar amounts because that's it's like it's putting them above everybody else, and that's not fair because we're all one big happy oh, family. I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, I agree. Everyone's everyone's equal in this. But these guys are superior. Yeah, superiorly equal. <laughs> so uh, this is a uh, this is a ses- uh, suggestion for the, the golden so hat. The Seinberg group on that Seinberg. level. Sh- what did I say? Seinberg. Seinberg. Oh boy, uh, is there's ten max in there, right? Someone left it uh, not too long ago and mm. was replaced almost instantly. I love it. I love that. Did someone have like, like an a, alert on it? Yeah. Can you have an alert? I don't, I don't know if you can, so. but I like that. Bang in there. They took that 10th really really Like they happened to look and was just like, oh, it's my time to shine. So funny. And that's I great. It. It's my time to shine, Burke. Oh, very good. Very good indeed. Um, so my question to you is, uh, who is the voodoo queen... <laughs> Of New Orleans. Oh, I saw this topic. This is by uh, Max sent this in. Yeah, very good. I have never. I don't know what that means at all. But it was in his message, mm-hmm. and I can't remember. It was a, a, a lady. It's a lady. It was a queen. queen. Dave, have you ever heard of, of the Voodoo Queen? The Elizabeth II. Yes. Is that right? No. No, I've actually <laughs> never heard of. The Voodoo Queen of New Orleans. Yeah, it's kind of fun to say. One of those things that is such a good name. We've talked about this a lot on the show, how a good name can go a long way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I will tell you then, because this is suggested by Max, 
um, who is a long-time listener and, uh, and friend of ours. Hello, Max. Hello, Max. And was a nice uh, suggestion as a belated birthday gift to uh, Max's boyfriend, Jake, who also tweets to us quite a bit. Jake Hello. Sullivan. Hello, Jake. Hello, Jake. This is so good. This is so good. We're sorry that uh, I think your birthday's sort of early January. and we're... I love the idea of this as a birthday present. Yeah, so good. Because didn't Jake get Max onto Do Go yeah, On? That's what, yeah, that's, that's what Max nice. said. That's nice. I like that. I like when I hear or when people let us know that like they listen to it with friends or with their partners or something. I think that's really fun. Like We had an email of this couple who will like sit and have dinner together and listen to the podcast. And it's kind of like so we're having dinner great. with them. It's really nice. God, they must have like some an eight-course meal sometimes on the show because yeah. for two hours. Oh, sorry. Maybe it's like a week's worth of dinners. Oh, wow. Because we do talk for a long time. And we're sorry about that, but also not sorry. Um, we're sitting in a really hot studio to do it, so you're welcome. <laughs> I really turned there. I, well, that is you often what do. you often do. I but I, I've, I, think, I don't know if I've said this before, but my personal favorite podcasts are longer ones anyway so that's why I, I sort of get it and we did put it out to the people once and they yeah what, what do you want and almost said, oh, unanimously voted for longer yeah, yeah. well not the... not two hours like bloody um ernie they did say an hour and a half plus so okay. it counts right. two hours yeah two hours is an hour and a half plus. We did, yeah there was no voting for two plus hours but anyway um shall i tell you a little bit about the voodoo queen of new orleans Yes, please. Do you say New Orleans or New Orleans? I would say New Orleans in this because it rhymes with Queen and exactly. sounds awesome. Exactly, and also I think that's just our accent. So I believe that over there they're New more Orleans. likely to say New Orleans. Or NOLA. I heard NOLA a bit when I was there. I don't know if that was locals or... I can't NOLA. Remember if New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, cool. NOLA. That's I like just that. Like that is I like that a lot. Super cool. We don't and I feel any... like I'm part of some sort of cool club now that I know that. Well, that's it. We don't really have nicknames for any of our states. Tassie, maybe. Tasmania yeah, we'd call Tassie. Apart from that, we don't really nickname anything. Nah, Vicky. I, they've got. <laughs> we've never said Vicky. People have got na- like the the people that come from states have nicknames like Banana Benders. I think is Excuse Queenslanders. Me? Yeah, banana, that's a benders. banana Benders. Um, I've never sand heard Gropers, that. Uh, Western Australians. Sand Gropers. Crow Eaters are South Australians. Uh, that makes sense, I guess. We, uh, we get called Mexicans. Is that our thing? <laughs> Yeah, I, that's a that's weird... Queenslanders will often call us Mexicans. Queenslanders call... Because we're south. Because we're in the south. South yeah. of the border. Like, Mexico is south but that of... makes them... I never got it. It's like, what, so you think of yourself as the United States? Why? That why? would make yeah, Queensland Canada. No, no, it's the... I reckon it's the dumbest... Oh. And it's meant to be like... It's also meant to be like a put-down. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, you're Mexican. I, like, no, Mexico yeah, sounds I live great. in Victoria. It's a, doesn't make... It's the weirdest... I don't get it at all. Something about Queensland, we've got some Queensland listeners, I wonder if this mm. is true, but it seems like they're more influenced by America than other places. So yeah. remember, going, like, you've got Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Oh, yeah. Which is an American thing. Okay. Oh. And what then they've got, got, like, I think they've got towns called stuff like Palm Springs and and uh, other sort of, um, like, Miami. There's Miami in. Mm. Whereas, I think Victorian things are seem to be more named after, like, Brighton. And yeah. Richmond, although everywhere's got a fucking Richmond. Everywhere's anyway, got a this Melbourne. is such a tedious. Uh, Do you know what I learnt though about track? just about uh, an Australian city is that Perth is the most isolated capital, capital city in the world. Did you learn that from a tweet I sent out recently? No, I learnt that from my friend who's from Perth. Oh, that's interesting. I, I tweeted that last week. Oh, hmm. There you go. I learnt that from a Fear Factory video um, that was filmed in Perth. And, uh, Most isolated capital city. How yeah. did Fear Factory reference that in a music video? Uh, at the start, it says uh, Perth, the most isolated capital city in the world, or something like that. Or it was I saw the making of because I bought that album. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Yeah, Any right. Fear there Factory fans out there? 
What? No, no one's answering back. Well, no one in, no one in here. <laughs> no one in here, that's for sure. That's for sure. Good band. It's a cool name, I must admit. So, yeah, well, we'll I'll say New Orleans, and I want to apologise from the from the top that if I pronounce anything incorrectly, obviously there's a lot of French. You'd have to call her the Queen of New Orleans to make it rhyme. I love the rhyme. Queen, Queen of, of New, New Orleans. Orleans. Okay. Yeah, that's good. The New Orleans Quen. Quen. Tasmania is also known as the Apple Isle, I just remembered. Apple Isle? Why? Because it looks like an apple? It's a big apple place. They oh. grow a lot of apples there. Also, it looks a bit like an apple. Yeah, I like that as a nickname, Apple Isle. Apple Isle's cute. For a while, uh, uh, Victoria was known as the Garden State, which is a, is a rip-off of an American state, I'm pretty sure. And Western Australia has also been known as the Golden State, which is the same as California. Mm. So I think Australia does do that. I mean, America is the centre of the world, so it kind of makes sense that we're... Steal references from them all the time. Yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, uh, like my f- hero Homer Simpson always says, do go on. <laughs> um, so yeah, I may uh, I may get some some French wrong, and I'm sorry. And Max, I really hope I do this uh, justice for you because I'll be honest, I was researching this with a migraine and look, Jesse, if you don't know how to say it, just say bobo. Bobo, <laughs> exactly, perfect. So you do it. So known as the Voodoo Queen of New Orleans. This was a title, Marie Laveau. So good. Not only earned, but to this day, has not relinquished. She is still considered the voodoo queen of New Orleans. Um, In fact, the crypt where she's buried, spoiler alert, she did. Um, The crypt where she's buried in St. Louis Cemetery. Oh, shit. I've, I've visited her grave. Have you? Yeah. Have you really? And you didn't remember? Yeah, that's so bad. What happened? I'm the worst... Traveler. You're the worst traveler ever. You what? don't go to the rock. Hang on. I did, but I went to this one. Just, Hang on. I, you, I, I you only just remembered. Alcatraz. You didn't go to like, the Van Gogh Museum, but you went to this lady's grave and didn't remember her name when we said it. Or the, no. that she existed at all. So tell me about the so journey. Sorry. Yeah, tell me about your. Yeah, tell us about it. Tell us about your trip. I was just. It's the kind In fact, of thing. You just did the report. A lot of my traveling, right? Is it's day by day. I don't plan it out. Is drinking related? So it's, well, some yeah, often. But it, <laughs> what's her crypt? And New Orleans is is. <laughs> pretty good for that sort of stuff but it you know where it's where i'm staying especially when i'm traveling i was there with one of a friend another matt and we you know we'd get up and you'd meet people at the hostel and just go with the flow with what they were doing or whatever so people were going there that so day i was like sheep. oh that's interesting you're a sheep traveler. basically a sheep so basically yeah. you're like go with the flow guy sure go as long as that flow is on tap yeah <laughs> that's great yeah i'll so i can turn we're going to alcatraz is there a pub? Is there no. a pub? I'm probably going to be at the pub. See you after. <laughs> See ya. No, but anyway. but, See if, ya if, other but Matt. honestly, if someone said that day, let's go to Alcatraz, I might, that may be the reason why I'd go to a place, which is not the best way to travel. You should probably uh, have probably some not. plan. I like the idea of going with the flow, but maybe I'm too committed to that, and it means I don't... I miss things that maybe I should see. But I, I still have no regrets. San Francisco was such a good time. And I didn't see anything. Great. Well, I mean, but but um, I saw some great pubs, had some great food, and saw some really good bars as well. Well, did you know that uh, you... Saw the seals. You inadvertently visited what is believed to be the most haunted cemetery in America? Yeah, I think someone probably mentioned that that day. So you went there, and was it... It was daytime. Memorable, if, if you remember her. Yeah, it was, a cool, it, was a cool, it was a cool grave. There was... I can't... I can't really... I can't... Hers was either like... Very small. No, it was it was either really big or really small. It's pretty big. I I will talk about was it. Was anyone okay. else famous in there? Uh, I don't know. Possibly, probably. 
I didn't do a report on the cemetery. I did a report on Marie Laveau. I'm so sorry uh, to Jake. And Max. Say sorry to Max. I mean, Max... Say sorry to Max. Max gave this to Jake. But sorry to you as well, Max. You fucked his gift. You fucked it. I did. We're like, I'm just, I'm two sentences in. You fucked it. Ah, You're all right, mate. Um, I'm pretty excited for this report. It's pretty interesting. So visitors of the cemetery claim to have seen the ghost of the voodoo queen herself inside the cemetery, walking around tombs in her trademark turban while whispering a Santeria voodoo curse to disrespectful gawkers. If you visit her grave, you'll notice that people still leave offerings. Uh, There's candles, flowers, voodoo dolls, all in the hope that she will bestow her supernatural blessings. Uh, when people make a wish at her tomb, they return if their wish comes true and leave three X marks as a sign of their gratitude. Where do they do leave Do you remember them that up? at all? Because Did like her, her, it's like a big white, um, like plaster um, tomb, and there's, there'll just be like red X's ah, so all Matt, over it. Three. What, what did you wish for? I I I don't practice Santeria. Um, <laughs> I ain't got no crystal ball. Right. Okay. If I had a million dollars, I'd spend them all, etc. As the Great Sublime once said, it's one of my favourite songs. It's great. Sorry, everybody. so I lost you at Santeria, didn't I? Like you just didn't hit all the rest of it. Yeah, cool. And that song just started to kick around. Do my you head. remember there being any red cross marks on this grave that you? Oh, were I, you I drunk remember already? walking around. It, were you day drunk? No. <sighs> No, not necessarily. But so, probably? Probably not. I was probably more likely hungover. But Did someone yeah. leave her an offering of a bottle of vodka and you just thought you'd drink it? Yeah. That's why you're cursed now. I, went, I mean, I went to a, I definitely went to a cemetery there and some and people were saying there's a, a famous people, a person who, here and we should all look at it. I, it, was a, it was a cemetery. I was, I was semi, young. I was semi-creeped out. It was the 70s. <laughs> I've started to, I started to get it after that trip, but at that stage I was like, I don't really like walking around cemeteries, you know? I did yeah. it just to have done it. and then I think it's something you start to do at your age. Like you my guys... parents love I, it. I have, when I went to Edinburgh, I went, um, I went out to towns that my ancestors lived in, the Stuarts lived in, and went, went around this tiny village cemetery, and it was just packed out with Stuarts. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Would so be, that yeah. kind of stuff I find interesting, but... But famous now, people are great, no, yeah. Yeah, but now I would probably... Maybe it is definitely an older person thing. Now that I'm a, yeah. I'm a retiree, when I was in Ireland, now that I'm on the a grey nomad, um, I'm starting to get into that because I guess we, you know I'm going to be there. Oh, soon. You, when you're surviving pension to pension, you need free activities. Yeah, yeah, you got it. The grey, you know, cemeteries, cemeteries are free, and plus you might see some of your friends. Exactly. Yeah, it's good to visit on the way in or the way out. <laughs> hey, okay. Um, so little is known with certainty about the life of Marie-Catherine Laveau. As for the date of her birth, popular sources often say 1794, but the records actually indicate 1801. So let's just say 1801, but possibly a little bit before that. Okay. Um, She was a free woman of colour, and she was born in New Orleans on September 10, 1801, we're going to say. She was the illegitimate daughter of a free man of colour and a Creole mother, and historians believe that Marie's mother and grandmother were both voodoo practitioners. Um... This is all kind of, like, it's it's all a little bit disputed. She seems to be this kind of, like, mythical, not mythical, but, you know, like, a bit of a legend. So Cool. A total legend. What a legend. Um, in 1819, at the ripe young age of 18, Laveau married Jacques Paris. 
Jack Paris. Um, with <laughs> What's your name? Jack, Jack Paris. Paris. <laughs> I'm going to call you Jacques Perry. I'm going to call him Jack right. Paris for the rest of this. So she married. So she's only young. She's 18. She's married to Jack Paris. Um, she has two children, both of which are believed to have died young. Um, now, her husband also passed away under mysterious circumstances. Suspicious? Is that what you're implying? Mysterious is what I said. You can read into that whatever you would like. I'm reading suspicious. Mysterious. Um, by the time she was in her 20s, she was known around town as the Widow Paris, um, and this name would also be etched onto her tomb, um, which, as we sort of mentioned before, is quite a popular tourist attraction. Um, there's a little bit of speculation as to what her sort of jobs were. The only evidence that exists of any sort of occupation was that she was a liquor importer. Um, uh, but others, uh, there's sort of a few different jobs. Like at some stage, people said she ran a brothel. Um, but then others say that brothel wasn't a brothel. It was actually a house where unmarried pregnant women could come and like That's ha- quite different have their kids. They're very different and have their kids in like a safe place. And then Marie would help them like put their kids up for adoption and stuff. So it was a bit strange. Did you pay your respects, Matt, because she was a famous liquor importer? Yeah, that'd yes. be, that'd be thought, right. Oh, cheers to you. This is my, t- to- my kind of lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, after the deck of Jack, uh, folklore says Marie... <laughs> <Sorry>, pardon? <laughs> you said deck. Did I? After the deck of Jack. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, a whole, that's a whole deck of cards. Remember the time I said I cried at my brother's funeral? And you both like, what? <laughs> what? And I meant wedding? In a way, same thing. <laughs> no. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Death of the ladies, man. Anyway. <laughs> After the death of Jack, folklore says Marie became a hairdresser and most of her clients were wealthy white socialites, which allowed her to be privy to the myriad of rumours and gossip that floated around the French quarter. She could also suddenly predict the weather. Great accuracy. It's amazing. She was like, how weird a hot Monday. Monday. Thursday's always cool. Always chilly. Always. always without a doubt. Um, so she got the hot goss, though. She's got literally. Uh, get it? Like the hot weather. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let me just tell you my hot takes on hot Mondays. <laughs> so this means that because she's like a hairdresser and everybody chats to their hairdresser, women in particular, you'll chat for hours. Sexist. With Is that hairdresser. true? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. My sister-in-law is like one of the chattiest people okay, I've ever so in my life. Okay, so that's sister-in-law, but like, do people open up well, to strangers that much? Or all is it just, women. Oh, no, but I mean like... But is it just women small, especially. Is it just small talk that's just stretched over two, possibly three hours? Yeah, but it's quite... Oh, I'm not saying like, okay, and, and tell me about your first marriage. Like, I'm not, it's not quite deep and meaningful, but it's like you talk a lot. I quite like... I, I find them relaxing when I get them done. I kind of like the no-chat hairdresser. Well, would you go to, like, a barber? But I do go to my friend, the barber, and we definitely do chat. So there you go. I'm a bit annoyed that since I... Got do you a... still get kids' rates? I fucking wish. <laughs> You're looking at a $50 haircut, and it wasn't even that good. Mate, don't talk to us. That haircut? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's at least a $50 haircut. Oh, thanks, mate. Oh, okay, um, that turned. Bit, but you know how they're always that. so talking, they, you know, they want to talk about something? Since I actually got my first ever, like, proper job... I can actually, you know, you used to be like, yeah, you'd have to explain that I did trivia nights or that I wrote trivia questions. And now I could be like, yeah, I work at a TV show, like something cool to say. Mm. No one's asked me. Oh. No one's asked me. I find that, I, I reckon I prefer to give the tedious jobs. The yeah. tedious one. I never well, say I, mean, I do if, comedy. That's what I mean. I would never say comedy. No, I never say comedy. But if you say, oh, I work in, you know, TV That's only going to lead to so like, many oh. more questions. I like, I, mm. I miss being able to say. But the question, it goes somewhere. That's what I mean. You can kill the. My haircut's quite quick, but still, I got something to kill for twenty minutes. Yeah, right. But I used to be like, "Yeah, write, write trivia questions." I'd be like, "Oh, cool." I like to flip it. Go, okay, well, what do you do? 
Oh, very good. <laughs> and, then we, and then, yeah, depending on what it is, then we just chat about them for a bit. <laughs> That's great. You talk about them. So this is obviously just your hobby. What do you really do? Yeah, what's your passion? What do you really want to do? This is obviously just for now. And they're like, oh, I've been a hairdresser for 15 years. This is yeah, Obviously, this isn't a career. Yeah. What you, I mean, nobody wait, would wait. do this. No, nah, hair's really a great... I reckon haircutting's a great passion. If that's what you want to do, that's a sick idea. That's oh, a great skill. you got... There's creativity and using scissors. Practical and skills. And it's basically... Yeah. It's a trade. There's hair on your head, hair on your face. Are we just justifying the existence of hairdressers? Because I don't think anybody had a problem with them. No, no, I reckon they... I reckon I'm going to let them live. Good for you. Live and let live. Good for me or good for hairdressers? Hey, a bit of column A, a bit of column B. Good for hairdressers everywhere. But I will say that they all seem to win awards. You drive past every hairdresser, it's like, hairdresser of the year, 2016. bakeries. Yeah, Yeah, bakeries of all. Best pie or best vanilla slice. Always the best vanilla slice. Gold medalist, silver medalist. Oh, man. Who's getting the fucking bronze medal? No one. Yeah, well, they're not advertising, that's for sure. Anyway, can I go on? Sorry, we just had to take down hairdressers and then bakers. Nobody cares. I thought we were building them up. Anyway, because so she's, many good bakeries out there. Because she's a hairdresser to all the wealthy um, socialites, she gets access to a wealth of information from both the elite women she serviced service is a weird word to their servants and slaves. She was able then to convince people that she was a voodoo priestess with mystical powers. Ooh. Right, so she'd be like, yeah, so how anyway, are things got... going in your, in your love life? Also, I've got magical powers. Yeah, she just drop it into conversation. Hey, you know, around this time... Uh, John Wilkes Booth's dad came over to, from England and became the biggest actor in America. I wonder if they saw each other. Definitely. These two things are from the same universe. There's no, inf- there's no information to prove otherwise, so exactly. we can assume yes. I, re- I reckon he cut it, she cut his hair. Oh, my God. Big time. And then she, was, then she made him a big actor. So there was good. something in it for her. Well, their there always is. Um, she then entered... A, she basically she got into a relationship. They call it a common-law marriage, which is very cute. This guy's name was... Oh, man, it's long. Uh, Louis Christophe Dominique Dominique de Glapion. Bet she did not take that name. When he you wouldn't. said when you said long, you kind of made it sound like it was going to be long. That's a bit disappointing, Jess. I'm so sorry that one, two, three, four, <laughs> yeah, seven four names. names wasn't enough. They apparently had seven children together. Unfortunately, only two of her children survived past childhood. Um, in all, Ugh. it's believed that Marie actually gave birth to about 15 children, which is a bit strange. And only I think only one like survived to adulthood. I don't know what I don't know. I don't have any information on the odds aren't very good there. What happened with the kids? But yeah, um, her her daughter plays a pretty big role later in the story. <gasps> bit of fun for you. Now, of Laveau's magical career, there's a little bit that can be sustained. Sort of like a, what I said at the start. Like there's kind of uh, speculation, or there's different accounts of the story. Um, so we're still talking about her hairdresser as a magical career or her career of magic. Her career of magic. Right. Her magical haircutting career. Hey, what are you saying? That hairdressers can't have magical no, careers? No, this wasn't what we were talking about. You have got some weird issues with, with hairdressers. hairdressers. I'm happy. Just because she said Mondays were hot. Just what, once. When you say magical career, she started magic. doing it as a, a job. Like as entertainment or as to help people? Not magic like... Pulling a rabbit out of a no, hat. No, I know, but um, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Well, As no, a career, so she's people come to her and she yeah. helps them with her magic. Yes, correct. And she calls it magic? Or is voodoo and magic similar? Well, no, voodoo is actually... Uh, it's like, sort of religion, isn't it? But it's a combination of like African rituals and like Catholicism. Right. It's actually not like, you know, witchcraft and witch doctors and stuff like that. Like it's kind of perceived, I think, in film and stuff. It's just... 
yeah, kind of ritualistic and um, spiritual. Right. And generally, yep. like, quite well, it's well meaning. It's not nasty. It's not like voodoo dolls sticking pins in voodoo dolls. It's uh, positive. Yeah. Um, so, you know, healing illness and stuff like that, for example. Like witch doctors. Witch doctors. No, but, but that's not. not. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is. I guess it is sort of that kind of but thing. But yeah, I didn't realize which, are witch doctors, I didn't think they would. That was negative. I don't know. I, oh, I shouldn't talk well, about things I don't understand. But which well, witch hairdressers? Yeah, it's a witch hairdresser. Yep. So there's like, there's a bit of speculation. Things that, uh, there's these common themes or common uh, stories about her that they can't necessarily say for sure. But like one of them is that she had a snake that she named Zombie after an African god. And she's had the snake with her all the time. Just a snake around her neck. God, that'd make it really hard to cut hair. It would make it hard. Um, well, zombie is a sweet name for a snake. Zombie's a great name for a snake. One of the other things is like whether her sort of uh, powers, for want of a better word, were supported by a network of informants she developed while working as a hairdresser. So rather than her actually, you know, being uh, intuitive, maybe it's that she had informants telling her things. And oh, so she, she was sort of a, a fortune teller. Uh, uh, I wouldn't put it like that, but they just, uh, maybe I guess, or just all-knowing, you know, voodoo priestess. You know what they're like. I know what they're like. Um, you know what they're I, like. I, to be honest, I don't, but I'm starting to get some idea because you're telling me what they're like. Are you? I'm in the same yes. camp. Yes. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, it's hard to find solid evidence because there's so much that's unknown about her, partly, of course, because it was a long time ago, um, but also partly because there was mystery and intrigue around her life at the time anyway. Um, I found a couple of stories that a guy called James uh, Duvalier has written up. Now, he's an author, spiritual counsellor and paranormal researcher, so he feels like a person much more qualified to tell these stories than me. Oh, we should get him in. We should get him in. Is he still alive? I've got him on the phone. Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. 
This is only written kind of recently. Actually, even if he is dead, we could talk to him from beyond the grave because I'm sure he's worked out how. He'd know how. Um, but really? I've got a couple of stories here um, that he's kind of written down that are kind of well-known ones about her. Would you like to hear those stories? Oh, sorry, Jess. I would. That's two. You and me. Okay, yeah, I want to hear turn it. Matt's headphones off. Well, well, I mean, we didn't get Jess's answer. I say yes. Okay. Thank goodness. Look, I'm, I'm willing to be outvoted on I mean, this. you generally zone out anyway. I'm going to so. go with the popular vote. Just have a little... Just Unlike little... the election in America. Am I right? <laughs> Whoa, what a topical reference. <laughs> what is this, Brexit all over again? Right? <laughs> the people don't know what they want. I don't know. Okay, so sometime in the late 1830s, the son of a respected New York businessman committed the brutal crime of raping and murdering a local Creole girl who he'd met at a ball. Uh, it was like a big gala affair where upper-class gentlemen would go to meet young women and take them as a mistress, you know, one of these classy events. Um, and he took her up to his hotel suite and did some terrible things, and she died quite nastily. Um, and this caused a massive scandal and sent waves of rage throughout the entire city, and uh, and people all through New Orleans just wanted to see this guy hanged. Like, they were furious. Fair enough. Um, the father of the accused man had heard of Marie's reputation as the feared and respected voodoo queen, and more importantly, as a manipulator of men, and he knew that if anybody in the city could save his son, it was Marie Laveau. So Marie met with the uh, the worried businessman in her elegant apartment, and over tea, she listened to his pleas and agreed to help win his son's case and assured that he would go free, but on the condition that once his son was declared innocent, he would sign over to her the deed to a Creole cottage that he owned on the Rue Saint-Anne, uh, one of his many properties throughout the city. So, Hang on, sorry, we're just going to stop you right there. So she's agreed to get a definite murderer off in exchange for a house. Correct. What a piece of work! <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound good. No, but it's like... Benefits right, okay. her. She's getting. She'll, she'll get a house. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But, hang on, but, okay. you, but oh. some reason I was thinking that she was going to be a good person. Me too. I thought she was going to somehow track this guy down using her powers and then, or you know, lock him up. Well, how? Like the story's not over, boys. Ooh. Why are we jumping to some conclusions? Because we love to do that on the show. Yeah. So shut up. Okay. We'll try that. Yeah, Interesting take. Not really understanding what you're saying. Hmm. Mm. Just settle down. Okay. Just settle down. Yep. Okay. All right. Matt and I were ready to turn on there when I was. Oh, I already have. Great. Just settle. Turn back. Turn back time. The businessman agreed, and the deal was struck. In the meantime, several onlookers had gathered below the balcony of Laveau's townhouse and observed firsthand this historic meeting, and within minutes the city was abuzz with gossip about Marie's involvement with the already sensationalised case. Later that same day, Marie left her home and walked uh, with her pet snake zombie resting on her shoulders. She's walking through the town. Um... Zombie, everyone knew, was her animal familiar. Do you know how, like, w- witches have familiars? Like an animal companion? Yeah. Oh, that helps them with their magic? Ah, oh, I didn't realise that. You know, on the, uh, for example, on the Mighty Boosh. Have you seen the Mighty Boosh? Yeah. There's, um, I can't remember any of their names anymore. Bolo is, um... The gorilla. He's the familiar oh, of Naboo, oh. who was a shaman. Yes, and in... I never realised he was his familiar. I guess the monkeys... But he's a terrible familiar. That's the joke. He can never do anything. The witch of the... In uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, she had those monkeys. Flying monkeys. Is Um, that what that is? I guess. Maybe. Pirates have parrots. That's not familiar. You're just talking about... Like the guy at the circus has the the lion tamer? No, that's not a familiar. My mum has a dog. Yeah. This is a sort of... You've got a cat. Yeah. That's your familiar. Well, there's a cat in my house. 
<laughs> I wouldn't say I got no cat. Uh, good on the cat. Oh, poor cat. Good Thank on him. Good on her. Thank you, Dave. Come on, mate. Cats Please. can... It's 2017. Cats can be women. Mrs. Chippy. No, no, Mrs. No. Chippy all over again. That's a callback to Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Have you seen that at all? No. Yeah. Monkey was a woman. <laughs> women can be anything. It's great. Um... So, Marie's walking along with her snake around her shoulders because she's just a cool dude. So, everybody's seen that and they know that the snake is her familiar. So, they assume that she's about to go undertake a spiritual working. Ooh, Ooh but doesn't do the something. snake go everywhere? Well, probably not. constantly thinks she's I'm, about to do I'm, something, but really she's not, just going yeah. for a walk. Obviously not. Maybe she yeah. leaves the house without zombies sometimes. But when she's cutting hair... Um, zombies there. They're all spiritual Yeah, it's a spiritual thing. Cuttings. It's spiritual working. Um, so she makes her way through the city and she enters the St. Louis Cathedral. She knelt at the front altar and began to pray, all the while with zombie curled tightly around her neck and shoulders. She pleaded to her saints, spirits and almighty God to help sway the trial of the young man, to the young man's favour and forgive him the ghastly crime he had committed. Then she placed three guinea peppers under her tongue and asked God to let the searing pain that she endured serve as penance for his crimes to let her bear the punishment. That'd so, have to be some pretty hot peppers, I reckon. Pretty hot. And she got three of them. And then she hot. went and told someone about this. How do we know that? Matt. I'm just curious. It's just an interesting thing. It's just like, and then she's at the hairdresser again. She's cutting her going, anyway. Yeah, so anyway. I put a few burning peppers <laughs> on <laughs> the It's the only way God uh, works. It's the only way he listens. An eye for an eye, a pepper for a pepper. Yeah. Yeah. He gets it. Very similar to the brutal rape and murder of, of a 18-year-old. Yeah. Um, you either hang him or put three peppers in his mouth. Make him close his mouth for at least three minutes. Same, give, same. Give him some milk. We're all done. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Penance. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Now he's fixed. So she stays on uh, in the church for hours and she's she's praying and her wow, mouth is peppers... on fire and her tears are rolling down her face. Like they're hot. How hot? Hot. Like a habanero? Yes. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> habanero. Habanero. <laughs> God have mercy on her soul. <laughs> At the end of the day, she returned home, but not before making a surprise visit to the courthouse. <laughs> to the milk bar. She did a drop in. Unbeknownst to anyone, she entered the courtroom, removed the guinea peppers from her mouth, and placed one under the judge's bench, one in the jury box, and the third under the seat of the accused, where the businessman's son was to sit. So there's no security, I imagine. No security. It's Back the then, 1830s, it was like last mate. Last week we were talking about the White House. People just walk in and Wondering out. Walk in. This is the 1830s. What are you doing? I'm just putting a pepper under the president's pillow. Carry on. Carry on. Checks out. The next day, while court was in session, the doors swung open and Marie entered the courtroom with zombie in tow, resting happily around her neck. Um, the crowd mumbled and whispered as she made her way to the front row and took a seat. From the court, was that you being there? Yeah, something about peppers. that snake is weird. Oh, God, get it out. I'm scared of snakes. What the fuck? It's looking at me. That's my hairdresser. Why is she here? Uh, so basically from the comments of the judge and the half-hearted fight put up by the prosecution, it was evident that the trial had swung in favour of the accused. What? The half-heart? By the end of the day, both the defence and the state of Louisiana had rested their cases and the jury returned with the verdict of not guilty. What the fuck? True to his word, the Yankee businessman right there in the courtroom signed over his property on Rue St. Anne and and it became Marie's home until her death in 1881. The house was demolished in 1913, but native New Orleanians <laughs> know the story of the uh, of the ivy-covered mansion that once stood on the vacant lot and how its infamous resident came to be the proprietress. So people know that story. 
that she like helped her. So when you said the story wasn't over, it was over. It, it was over. over. I just didn't want you to jump to it. <laughs> I was thinking. Also, it's fine. she's going to shove a pepper down his throat. Well, or no, something. because when I was reading it, and she goes to the courthouse and like puts him there, I was like, it's going to like they're going to sit on the peppers. It's going to burn their assholes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that'll My get him. Including the judge. That'll get him. Yeah, it was weird. So the judge's asshole's on fire, so he was like, no, get, get, we got to get out of here. Guilty. I'm going to put some yogurt on my ass. <laughs> got to go wipe my ass with yogurt. <laughs> No, I just wanted you to feel the way I felt when I was reading it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's, she's doing something. Oh, no, no, she's just no, getting a free really, house. So she's really a bad person. No, she's not a bad person. If We're you all be- complex characters, Dave. If you believe that she had any effect, which I personally do not. But she got a free house She got a free house. Yeah, no, that's a... Uh, for some reason, I was thinking that she was going to be the hero of this story. So I was kind of a bit disappointed that she's sort of profiting from crime, almost. Yeah, no, but that was just one story, you know, one oh. story in a in a in a in, one, a, in a life, in a life. What you've never done anything bad? I've never that got a, a rapist person? and a murderer off. <laughs> and if I did, I probably should be punished forever. But she didn't, as you said before. Maybe she had nothing to do with it. Maybe all she did was got no, a free house did, out of it. But I agree with Matt. She did profit from it, though. Yeah. She, she got the house. But, and she, you know, maybe back then people believed in more superstitious stuff. So maybe yeah. just the confidence, the placebo effect. Maybe. I don't know if that's anything. That's I mean, the jury of, didn't know. It's a lot of hypothesizing, isn't that's it? The, the lawyer's like going, we got this. So he uh, lawyered way better. It's so, similar to Looney Tunes where Michael Jordan gave the Toon team mm-hmm. uh, Michael's juice, what was it called? Michael's special stuff. Oh, yeah, and it was just But it was water. just water. But oh, they played and the they beat the aliens. special stuff was in what was here. It yeah, all along. That's beautiful. God, Michael Jordan's great. What a guy. What a guy. Mm. There's another story that you Is might that like better. <laughs> yeah, best basketball of all time, I think. Yeah. One of them. I just meant as a person, really. No, as a, as a person and a basketballer, he's and my quite hero. a good golfer and not a bad baseballer, too. So hey, what do you got, Dave? Read and weep. Dave. At least he can hold a club. Pardon? At least he can hold a club. Your little hands. I can hold a club it. sandwich. <laughs> no, you can't. You get a toothpick in your eye every time. <laughs> what the fuck is the toothpick in there? It's holding it all together. Makes sense. <laughs> Mine always falls apart. I take it out. You take it out, but then you've got to hold on. Like, you've got to hold on around the toothpick, on. take the toothpick out. So well, that hold you on are somewhere then... you're thinking. It made me think Tom Waits. Oh, no, hold like... on for one more day. There's That's a lot joke. of hold on songs in yeah. that flume yeah. song called Hold On. But oh. Your one was the best. What was that one you said? That's Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips. Hold on for one Who more are daughters day. of famous musicians or something? I or... always change. Why okay. do you lock yourself up in these chains? I can't think of my hold on song. I do go on. So, another legend, popularly told in the popularly, hard word, told in the voodoo community, occurred about 20 years after the court case incident and beautifully shows the compassionate nature of Marie Louveau. All right, here comes. She's going to get the murderer back. I can feel it. She's going to win us back. Uh, especially towards individuals who were reviled and spat upon by society. So Laveau was a staunch opponent of the death penalty, public execution in particular, and she often used her influence to spare convicted criminals from going to the gallows. In exchange for a free house? No free houses oh, okay, sorry. this time. Uh, one notable case occurred in the summer of 1854 when a convicted thief and murderer was scheduled to be hanged in Congo Square, the city's central square. Um, it was common knowledge... And Marie had spoken out against this particular execution and that she'd tried to exercise her influence with the court magistrate um, to get the accused sentence 
commuted. In exchange for one free house, I will commute these sentences. <laughs> there was no houses. <laughs> well, um, that's why he's going to die. But to no avail. So she was she was failure and she failed in that. Um, and her failure to win over the judges caused rumours to circulate about her waning influence, and this angered her um, as almost as much as the practice of public execution itself. She's like, no, 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 no. My reputation is very important. Okay. She got so mad she publicly murdered some people. <laughs> no. The day of the execution was warm and bright and hundreds gathered under the cloudless skies to witness the event at Congo Square. The black hooded executioner read the death sentence and securely tightened the noose around the condemned man's neck. As he was getting ready to pull the lever and send the man to his death, Marie arrived at Congo Square with her ever-present snake zombie. Um, the crowd parted to make way for her and as she sort of approached and she looked up at the executioner and the condemned and her face was stern with anger and the crowd was completely silent. As she stood there, the once clear sky filled with clouds and a violent wind beat down on all of those present. So it got, it got like dark and, and stormy. Okay. A dark and stormy. She ordered drinks for everybody. What was the weather like before we started this episode? Oh my god, we just had to have a little break because we it's wondered what hot. the noise was. We came into the studio, it was hot and clear skies. We just stopped. We just had a quick break because there was a noise happening. We went out and it is storming outside. Like crazy. There's <laughs> a bit of a flood in the driveway. Yeah, I'm not sure we can get our cars out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, oh no, because we were, we were just talking about how she was a bit of a bad person for getting that murder off. Yeah, that's exactly when we had to stop. Oh, no. Oh, shit, it was too. The Pharaoh's curse. Now we've got the voodoo curse too. Oh, no. Two curses are not better than one. Wow. One of my favourite beers is the voodoo porter made by two brothers in Moorabbin. That's not... Is that enough? No, I don't think it is. The voodoo people, a great song by the prodigy. I will start practising Santeria. I will get a crystal ball. You will get a million dollars. (laughs) And I won't spend it all. I'll... (laughs) Buy a, I'll buy an old house or whatever. Yeah. No, to get a house, you just have to get a murder and rapist off. Oh, I know, can I not do it that way? Also, the snake Stop is... Stop saying get him off, too. It's weird. The snake is still... <laughs> it's weird. The snake <laughs> is still alive. How long do snakes live? 20 years later. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a voodoo snake. Oh, actually. Pardon me. She's probably still and alive. And also, like, there's, there's comments as well. And I think I may mention them later as well, but, like, she... Like doesn't age. People actually, even into her her old age, she is like she looks great and very young and doesn't age. Oh my god! Oh my god! Which well, is probably just genetics. A little bit freaked out. No, could be, but also she is. They all like the snake venom. The 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 story is that she was born in the late. 1700s, but the reality. So they're sort of yeah. everyone thinks she's 10 years older than she is as well. That's true. Yeah. You or never know. Seven years or whatever. There's actually another uh, another thing that may explain it as well, Ooh. which I'll talk about later. But for now, it? oh, yeah. so it's storming up around the gallows. Yes, storming up a storm. Okay. Okay. So uh, the executioner, who is just doing his job, he pulls a lever to send. Yeah, that's what all murderers fucking say. Send the condemned man. Uh, hurtling towards the ground. Very dramatic telling this story. Just then, the noose came undone and the rope slipped over his head and he landed on the ground unharmed. Oh, he's going to land on a horse like that Muse film clip. <laughs> now, according to tradition and law, this miraculous occurrence was considered an act of God and the criminal sentence is then converted to imprisonment and he was thus saved from death what? by hanging. What? So, so if, if, if it doesn't work by noose, that's an act of God. If they don't die. That's they don't die. So fascinating. If, oh, so if your mm-hmm. mate... Is the executioner. He can... Act of God. That's great. Isn't that cool? So after that day, the people of so New Orleans... So she only had to really convince the 
execution at a... Oh, Matt. No, but it would be pretty hard because if you make it too loose but not loose enough, then yeah. you will just strangle and have a horrible, horrible death. Right, yeah, It's an yeah. act of God, not an act of bribery. I didn't say bribery. I, I thought maybe she put a chili a, under his arm. Did she bribe the a, weatherman? She's got no, a, you know what she did? She did the execution true. on a Thursday, Thursday when cool. it always gets cool. Yeah, always it's a cool change on Thursday. She, she knows, she's a hairdresser. She knows she how knows the weather it. works. She's a meteorologist slash hairdresser <laughs> slash <laughs> food priestess. After that day, the people of New Orleans never again doubted the power and influence of Marie Laveau. And they took the miraculous escape as a sign of Marie's unparalleled favour in the spirit world. Ooh. It's pretty cool. I would have been 100% convinced in 18-whatever. Yeah. Well, that would have been the 1850s. Yes. Because it was 20 years after 1830s. That's my math. Man, this is it's such a similar timeline to last week. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, so... Uh, a couple of things. So, uh, according to official New Orleans records, Marie Catherine Laveau Paris Glapion, because she took everybody's names, died on June 15th, 1881, at the age of 79. Um, on June 17th, so a couple of days later, the New Orleans newspaper posted her obituary, which, according to Voodoo in New Orleans by a guy called Robert Talent, announced that Marie Laveau had died peacefully in her home. However, oral tradition states that she was seen by some people in town after her supposed demise. Hang on. So she died but then was still seen around town. What? But then one of her daughters, also named Marie, many of her daughters had the name Marie within their names because Catholic naming practices is what it says, but... Wait, I thought only one of her kids survived. No, there was something Well, she had two daughters that survived uh, beyond early childhood. Only one that survived to adulthood, which is this one, Marie, possibly assumed her position with her name and carried on her magical practice, taking over as the queen soon before or after the first Marie's death. So the the legend... She's like the phantom. Yeah, the legend of Marie Luveau is actually two women. It's like her and her daughter. It is like the phantom. I love it. Yeah. Whoa. And they sort of think that like her her daughter was a bit more bit more showy, right? Apparently, give give the people a real show. Storms ain't enough. She's got the hat. She's got she's getting the rabbit out. She's getting the rabbit. She's out. getting a rabbit out. So she's to speak. like, is Dubstep. this your card? And everyone's yeah. like, what? what? Let him go. It Let is. him go. All right, if I can get the you know if I can make the ace of clubs appear, this murderer and rapist shall be <laughs> left off, and I shall own all of your houses. Woo! Um, so yeah, it's kind of. Kind of interesting. Like again, there isn't a whole heap of information. I know there's like books and documentaries and stuff made about it, but most of which you've read. All of them, obviously. I mean, I research these very thoroughly and never when I'm very unwell. But um, we've totally quit our jobs, guys. This is full time. This is what we do now. That's why I, next time the hairdresser asks what I do for a job, I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. Wow. Yeah. Full time. I'm a full time. Very podcaster. hungry. Very yeah. hungry podcaster. I cannot afford to live. Can I have this haircut for free? Please. Now and do you have a spare couch? Please. My house you is couchless. You've got to say please. I refuse. Yeah, that's the it's difference. a sign of weakness. difference between you and I, mate. So, Manners um, are a sign of weakness. Laveau's name and her history have been surrounded by legend and lore through, throughout history. Um, in 1982, an actual 1982, not 1882, Matt, I can read properly. In 1982, the New Jersey-based punk rock group The Misfits 
were arrested and accused of attempting to exhume Laveau from her grave after a local concert. Oh my goodness. That's pretty cool. That was like a fun fact that I just threw in there. Is That's that, cool. So that, there's a law against that specifically? What, exhuming the dead? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that's an okay thing to do. That's definitely a law. Wait, exhuming as in they try to dig her up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought they were standing there saying like a. Oh sort of no, thing. it wasn't like a seance. <laughs> no, they probably like tried to. Oh, they were trying to dig her out. That feels like that should be illegal. Yeah, that and it is. But if they were there going, um, oh. if they were there doing what, Matt? Just like saying, um, like a know, chant with something that they'd read that was not culturally insensitive, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, well, they tried to exhume her. From her grave. I just, I obviously <laughs> didn't know what exhume meant. Oh, right, right, right. Exhume just means dig up, does it? Because they've got, um... Misfits are the ones with the, they got the, what do they call that hairstyle? They they curl it at the front. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's called uh, a dreadnought or something like that. That's a faux, is it not a faux hawk? It's a, um, death hawk. Death hawk. Death hawk. Dreadnought pretty... is a, what is that? A, it's like an army ship or something. Oh, yeah, boy. it's like what Glenn Danzig's band or whatever. But they, do they yeah. have a st- Glenn Danzig, so good. What a name! Name. I'm a I'm a rock star from the band The Misfits. My name's Glenn. Nice <laughs> to meet you, <laughs> Glenn. Glenn. Um, like we kind of mentioned before, like uh, tourists continue to visit uh, her her grave, her tomb, and some draw an X mark in accordance with decade with a decades old rumor that if people wanted Laveau to grant them a wish, they had to draw an X on the tomb, turn around three times, knock on the tomb, yell out their wish, and if it was granted, come back, circle their X, and leave Laveau an offering. So it's kind of it's two it's almost like two different ones. Sometimes they'll do three X's. Sometimes it's you've got to yell it that, out and knock. Look, sounds like a lot around. of admin. Can you buy a woman that has everything <laughs> that slash has been dead for 150 years? An X with a circle around it. Yeah, she loves it. I don't know, flowers, a like candle. An offering. an offering. Maybe some that, sort of a... I do that for most graves anyway. Just, you know, uh, keep some of your hair oh, from that haircut. Give her a death hawk. Give her a death, oh, hawk. death hawk. Tic-tac-toe, she might enjoy she that. She loves that. Or like a game or... A game of tic-tac-toe, yeah. Do you play... How, how would she make a move? You just draw it on her tomb. <sighs> Maybe that's what all she wants. She wants to play it. Tic-tac-toe. No, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it either. Big fan of the X-Files. It's the only fan. thing I could think of with Noughts and Crosses. The game Noughts and Crosses. <laughs> As of uh, the 1st of March in 2015, there is no longer public access to the cemetery. <gasps> Entry uh, is with a I tour guide only. <gasps> what? So tour guide only. Did tour you use a only. tour guide, Matt? No, you no. went two years before. But, did, but I was just wondering, so you just went in with your mates? No, I just went in with the mates. There was a, I, I reckon there was a tour there, and I was you know, doing that eavesdropping thing. Oh, I love that. And then they is tell that... you off for it. I did it at Edinburgh Castle, and they were like, this is for tours only, and we're like, okay. Do they say that? We were just standing kind of Go nearby. fuck yourself. Yeah, it was they very They can give funny. you looks, but you can't mention it. No, she it was like, I she wasn't. Us. I wasn't. I was just happening. I was looking at this thing, too. Yeah, it was very funny. You just got to say, no English. <laughs> no hablo inglés. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, okay, you don't speak that, but you also don't speak Spanish very well, either. So what do, what do you speak? Latin. Si. Oh, I should have said that in Latin. <laughs> Fuck. Should have said that in Latin. Fuck. At and should lay. have said that in Latin. Pig Fuck. Latin. I speak pig Latin. Pig pay Latin play. Pig pay Latin play. Um, so there's a there's many or there have been many references to Marie Laveau in art, pop culture, and music. Uh, my favorite song title based on her is uh, uh, from. It's quite recent. It's from a Danish metal band, uh, Volbeat. <gasps> released an album with the song entitled Marie Laveau, and then in brackets, seal the deal and let's boogie. <laughs> <laughs> I was only last year. So. I don't think Volbeat are very good. 
Well, I you, have you heard of Volbeat? I've heard of Volbeat. I'm trying to remember who told me about him. I looked him up. I don't think I like them. I love that That's Matt okay. knows Volbeat. Of course he does. It's a metal band. Fear Factory, Volbeat. But also... <laughs> they tour together. Marie Laveau, Seal the Deal and Let's Boogie. That's beautiful. He's yeah. a pretty great nah, Maybe I've got to give him another chance. Whatever's on Spotify, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear Volbeat. that song. We'll find it. Um, I was in Danish. This is kind of interesting, and there's a bit of a. This is just a few little things to finish up with, um, and this kind of ties in nicely with some some previous topics. Most prominently in comics, a character a character named Marie Laveau, based loosely on the real Marie Laveau, um, appeals in Mar- appeals appears appeals to young gentlemen <laughs> appears in Marvel comics. Um, she first appeared in Dracula Lives number two uh, in 1973. She's depicted as a powerful sorceress and voodoo priestess with great magical powers and knowledge of, of arcane lore, including the creation of a potion made from vampires' blood that keeps her eternally youthful and beautiful. Oh, they wrote so vampires in into it. She's in Marvel comics. Was, she, was there any, like, vampires is like a, that's a very different thing. That's right? a different thing. No, but you just say it's in Dracula number two. Oh, and, yeah. and a potion made from vampire blood. Yeah, it's interesting that they, yeah, they wrote her into a story, like, in, in there. Well, I think they all kind of intersect a little bit. Because they're in a different style, aren't they, in Pennsylvania? Vampires? Do you think you're Transylvania? Transylvania, sorry. That, I always do Pennsylvania get Pennsylvania is a... That's where Pittsburgh is. <laughs> I'm thinking of the penguins. You're confusing penguins with vampires again. <laughs> yeah, again. I do that a lot. The Pittsburgh vampires. He does this every time. The difference is vampires can fly, right? They definitely can. Yes. And, and penguins have reflections. <laughs> They do. They definitely uh, do. They're the big two differences. Well, that's how you can tell them apart. I don't know if I've ever seen a penguin's reflection. You chuck a penguin and a vampire in a house of mirrors, and that's how you find out which is which. <laughs> it's the only way to know. Yep. Science has not evolved. <laughs> it doesn't know yet. There was also a character named Marie Laveau, based loosely on the real Marie Laveau, once again, appeared in the Italian comic book Zagor. I have Ooh. no idea. I have no pre- more information about Zagor. Right, so you don't speak English, Spanish, or Italian? Uh, Palo un po' italiano. Thank you very much. Um, See. Si. See, va bene. Uh, there have been several ghostly phenomena associated with Marie's tomb. Each year, countless people uh, who kind of live within the, uh, the cemetery, like homeless people, um, claim to see right. her ghost dancing from tomb to tomb. And on one occasion, a patron of the local drugstore claimed that Marie materialised in front of him and asked if he, if he knew who she was. Uh, when he responded in the negative, she slapped him in the face and levitated out of the drugstore and over the fence towards her grave. I love that. How cool is that? How dare you? Do you know who I am? It sounds like that he uh, is quite a patron of the drugstore. Yeah. <laughs> He's their number one customer. They're like, oh, Gary's back. Gary's back. Oh, he saw a ghost again, Gary. She fucking slapped me. Who slapped you, Gary? There's nobody else here. It's 11pm. Well, I don't know who she is, and that's why she... Oh, fuck, she's got it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm doing my research. I'm on Google now. Oh, oh, oh fuck. That was Gary. And sink. Um, many also claim that Marie watches over the city in the form of a big black crow. So if you're ever in New Orleans, you can be like, oh, that big crow looks awfully menacing. It's also wearing a little turban. Why do they... Like a Marie Laveau yeah, would she's do. she's menacing. I guess you just slap I don't that think, guy. I don't think like a huge black crow is going to be a really... It? Like it's not menacing. Looking it... over the town, I was thinking like like a guardian angel. Well, then if it was, it would be an angel going or... around slapping people. <laughs> around she's, slapping. A, she's a crow like draped in a snake. 
That'd be amazing. That's the giveaway. Singing <laughs> the Pete Paradise, put up a parking lot, lot. the Black Crows. Maybe now that. Oh, okay, very good. Now that she's a. There was that big yellow taxi. Counting Crows. Counting, Counting crows. crows. Black Crows was. Counting Black Crows. Smash <laughs> up band. They made a super group into it. They did not. That'd be good, though. Who did, was in Counting When crows? she was a crow, though, was she her own favour? No, what was Familiar. the. Familiar. Fuck. You, that would have been a much funnier thing to say if I knew the right word. Familiar. And yes. She What's was a favour? Have, there's no, I don't well, I don't know what a favor is. Yeah. A favor is I bet you don't. <laughs> you jerk. A favor is something you do um, for a murderer in exchange for a free house. <laughs> yeah, but a familiar is an animal that accompanies you on your magical doings that you recognise. <laughs> yes. That you are quite acquainted with. <laughs> um, just to wrap up, uh, in any case, voodoo practitioners know that Marie lives on in the spiritual form, and that their beloved queen can hear and bless them from the spirit world. Oh, shit. She's heard this whole thing. So, I, so she's a positive figure. Yeah, of. she's mostly a positive figure. But she's like, she was like a strong... Well, okay, this, can I just let me say this sentence and then we'll, then we'll understand. Okay. Regardless of whether Marie Laveau possessed mystifying supernatural powers or if her influence was due to bribery and espionage, the fact remains that she was a woman who lived on her own terms and refused to conform to the cookie-cutter image that society had prescribed her and thereby made her own destiny. So, uh, yeah, she was kind of like this powerful, intimidating, uh, strong woman who may or may not have, you know, helped uh, oh, right, helped a case to, to benefit to buy to get a house, to get a free house. <coughs> Terrible timing. Or she could have been a total hero in the t- in the town. She cured people of illness. To overlook the taking a free house in exchange for it. Well, whether or not she actually did get the murder off, and also she believed she did, or they believed, and it's just, or, 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 or did the guy definitely do it? And she was just the guy, the dad was just worried, and she's like, "Look, I'll say I'll do it. It's a fifty-fifty. Yeah. What's what do I lose? What does she lose? A house. But, it, but she, she didn't well, have. No, she oh, sorry, I think the, the dad was saying, "What have I got to lose?" And it's like, no, "Well, I've got a house." But, house, but, but he also had many, so he didn't really care. Right. Okay. It's okay. one of many houses that he had, so he would take it. I'm getting you. Yeah, but that's also just a story. We we still don't have any like hard evidence that that's definitely how it happened. Do any photos of her daughter exist? Because she would have been maybe a bit. Not photos. Yeah. No photos. Because she was uh, she was in the time of uh, John Wilkes Booth type people who have photos. Of okay. Them. Yeah. No, you're right, and I am wrong. Um, but there's so there's. So she's, she sounds like she'd probably look like a pretty fascinating person. Well, there's images of her. Yes, but that's the thing because they're kind of m- morphed into like one person. It's sort of hard to say. I'll show you a picture. So this is like a, um, a oh, it's not a very good. It's very small, but like a painting of her. She always oh, wore okay. this like cool turban. But then oh. there's others. Oh yeah, she looks a bit like Beyonce in that photo. She does look a bit like Beyonce. That image. Ah yeah, that's cool. Who in her songs always talks about? Well, in one song, it talks about her mother or father being Creole. One of those. One mother or mm. father. So. She's a strong. Make a Texas Bama, I believe she says. I don't know what that means. She's just a strong, cool lady. Oh, it's a really interesting story. Cool. No, she sounds very fascinating. I hope that I, uh, I hope that I covered it enough, Max. There's not a lot of I'm info out there. I'm personally, I'd never heard of her, so I always love to hear about people that I've never heard of because that's cool. It is pretty cool. Well, it is that time at the end of the episode to thank some Patreon supporters, some subscribers, and uh, Matt. I believe you are going to kick us off with a name. Yeah. Well, actually, this is this first time I think we've got one that isn't. It's a website. Or it's a community. Um, and it's a place I like to go to chill out um, <laughs> when I'm done, you know, 
being rad at mm-hmm. the end of the day. You're pretty I like, rad. I like to go to a place to hang your cape. My cape in this instance. But it's called a place to hang your cape. Bow cape? Bow yeah, cape. Bow cape. Place uh, to hang your bow cape. Well, it's, that's the beauty of the, uh, of, of the community is you don't have to hang any particular kind of cape. Um, I think they're more talking about superhero capes. But they're pretty cape neutral. Pretty cape neutral. Oh, good. Uh, that's a website, ap2hyc.com, a place to hang your cape. But the, the two is a number two. Oh, very good. Which is nice. And these guys and girls and people... Humans. And, and capes. And capes. I mean, the whole organisation. It's really good to have them on board. We yeah, appreciate the support. Appreciate Thanks that. so much. I also wanted to uh, to say thank you to the um, off-brand antihistamine. Uh, I mean, we all know the um, well-known Australian brand Demizen. Of course. I take it... Take it regularly. Monthly. Monthly? First of every month, just in case. <laughs> Because the first of every month is nearly always a Monday, and that's the hottest day of the week. And that's when the pollen count is always at 99%. Exactly. And then you wait till Thursday, cools Cools down, everything's fine. So, um, but the the other alternative that you have, if you don't want to take Demazon, is uh, Denizon. (laughs) Denizon. I'm so bad at these, and you keep making me do them. Can I just not do them so in the I future? mean, you could just do a heartfelt thank you. But I just don't know how to open I don't up know and be you, sincere. Yeah, it. instead you you really you do these sort of mean-spirited jokes. How does that mean-spirited? No, I think it's fine. Denizon. Denizon. I've just had thank a look. You. His his name uh, is also Daniel Pratt. Oh, well, you could have told me that before. Oh, you could have made some sort of Pratt I joke. made some sort of Denizon joke. I wish I had, but thank I had you. no idea you were going to. Thank you, Mr. Pratt. That's better, that's better. For, for contributing to our podcast, which is our favourite thing that we do, and we love this so much, and it means a lot to us that people want to be involved, and sincerely, I thank you so much. That was so sincere and beautiful. Yeah. Matt, wasn't that great? That was really nice. I feel great. sick for opening up like that. Oh, my God. Some, Daniel Pratt, you've got to understand dinner. how uh, lucky you were to get Jess, the real Jess. The real Jess. She nearly never shows that. Not to us. Not never. to my day. I've never, never been thanked. God, no. I would never thank you. Fuck off. Well, someone I'd like to thank and not tell to fuck off is um, sometimes people have great initials. And this person is uh, BRB, Be Right Back. BRB. And they've constantly got our back with their pledges. And I would just like to say thank you to BRB, Benjamin R. Brisson. Thank you, Mr. Brisson. BRB. We appreciate you being there for our right back. Yep. (laughs) Does that make sense? No. Well, and our left back, to be honest. Yeah, just our backs in general. Just our spines. Thanks for the lumbar support. Thank you. No. <laughs> you are so ergonomic. <laughs> I feel so supported and I feel so loved by all the emails, tweets and Instagram messages, whatever, that you send in to us and Facebook messages. Of course, you can do that. Do go on pod at gmail.com for the email on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram are all at do go on pod. Patreon.com slash do go on pod if you want to get involved. If you want just to sincerely thank you. I can't promise that. Okay. So I, you can't it's promise. It's really hard to open up to other people. Okay. I'm a closed book. Well, Pratt opened you right up. That's right. Sure Pratt, did. He's got a bookmark and he's coming back. <laughs> just like Benjamin Arbrison, who will be right back. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back with another brand new episode next week. But if you would like to... Uh, Review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to this stuff. But uh, until next week, let you sit on that sizzle and I will say goodbye. Laters. Would anyone know who that is? Laters.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.